this is not a destination parish. This is a home, and this is Mother of God home, and it's a, a beautiful gift. And so really let's thank God. I mean, even at this Mass, how packed it is, and how many of you are coming to Mass is a beautiful gift. And so we really need to thank God for this church and this parish. And speaking of being alive, St. Paul says so beautifully today, consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to Christ. We need to be alive for Jesus. Our lives need to be constantly on fire for him. Our lives need to be lit for the Lord and, and really given over to him. And how do we do that unless we are fighting against sin in our lives? You know, this is what Lent is about. Yes, Lent is about fasting, it's about praying, but it's also about getting rid of the sins that are causing us to move further away from the Lord. That's what it is. St. Ephraim has an amazing quote, and I love saying it. He says, If you fast from meat, but do not fast from sin, then your fasting means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. Some, you know, I heard a, a, a hilarious story about a priest who went out to eat at one of these Chaldean restaurants. And the priest was ordering food, and it was like a Friday of Lent or something, and so we couldn't eat meat. And the priest ordered French fries, okay? And the waiter said, No, Abuna, we can't give you the French fries because they're fried in the same oil as everything else, okay? So we can't give you those French fries. So the priest asked the waiter, he said, Do you go to church? He said, No, Abuna, I don't go to church, right? And the priest said, then don't tell me what I should be fasting from. <laughs> Something like that. I paraphrase. Maybe he said that, maybe he didn't. I forgot what he said exactly. But it's so interesting because during this time, right, all of the priesters come out and it's a beautiful thing that more people are coming to church. But what is our fasting really about? What are we actually fasting for? And that's an important thing to keep in mind. It's a beautiful thing to fast. It's an important thing to fast. But why am I doing this? When I fast from meat or I fast from sweets or I fast from some other food or some other thing, why I'm fasting from that is because I'm training my body to say no, my will. I'm training my will to say no to this thing. To say no to something that's perfectly good. There's nothing wrong with eating meat. There's nothing wrong with eating all of the six crumble cookies that are in that box, okay? There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But when I say no to that thing, what I'm training and what I'm teaching my will, my heart, my mind, and my soul is that when I'm tempted to sin, when I'm tempted to sin, now I can say no to the sin because I've trained myself. I fought in some other way, in some little way, so that when that big way comes, I can fight as well. So we fast, but the reason we fast is so that we can be rid of sin. This ice storm really taught me a lot this week. Because I really believe that God speaks so clearly through nature. And this is important. Because God created nature, and because he created it, that means he will speak to us through the very nature that he created. There's literally therapists, right, and people that, that do therapy for these things, for nature. Even art therapy, looking at things that, that are so beautiful, and we can receive some beauty from that. We can receive some truth from that. So when this ice storm happened, the next morning I woke up and I was driving that morning, and I was looking at the trees, and 
I was just wondering, okay, Lord, what are you trying to say through this nature, through what you've given us? And I saw what was happening. We all saw, especially if you drove the next morning, we saw all of the ice on the trees, and, and the ice became so heavy that trees literally fell down, causing it impossible to drive, causing it um, power outages. Some people might still have, you know, be without power, but your hair still looks nice, so you guys did good, okay? <laughs> And so all of this stuff happened with this storm, right? And so I'm asking the Lord, what, what does this mean? What are you trying to say through this? And as I was looking at this beautiful piece of work, beautiful piece of art of nature, what came to mind is the ice symbolizes sin. And that the trees became so heavy they could no longer stand. And that's what sin does to us. Just as the ice became so cold, and if you remember, the next morning, it just was very dreary and cold and dark out. It wasn't a very beautiful sight to see. And that's what sin does. It makes us cold. It hardens our hearts. And so when I'm living in sin, that's what sin does to my heart. God was giving us a visual. God was showing us what sin does to our soul. Because we can't see our soul. We can't see our heart. So God uses certain things in order for us to see deep within what's happening. When I fall into sin, especially serious sin, and when I continue to live in that, this is what happens. And what was even more interesting, think about how many things were canceled Wednesday night, right? So many things were canceled. Maybe you even had plans that were canceled to be with certain people. And many people were probably isolated in their homes, beginning to feel a little bit lonely that night. And that's what sin does to us. Sin isolates us. Sin makes us lonely. And when I was thinking about this, it just became very real. And the truth is, is this Lent, Jesus wants to free us from this sin. Jesus wants to free us from this coldness, from this darkness. That's what he desires. And that's why we celebrate every single Lent. That's why we have Lent, because Jesus wants to bring us back to him over and over and over again. But what am I doing in order to receive that? We have to cooperate with God. That's very important. We need to cooperate with the graces he's given us. We need to work with the Lord. So what sin is really holding me back? I want us to think about that in this Mass. What is the one sin that is really holding me back? And some of those sins can be so little and some of them can be so big. And so what is that sin that is holding me back from really experiencing God, from really loving God? Because I'm sure there's many of us in this church who have experienced the freedom of sin, the freedom from sin. And my brothers and sisters, when you are freed from a sin, oh my goodness, the joy, the glory that you experience in life is amazing. It's amazing. And maybe some of us have experienced that for a couple weeks or for a month or for a year. And don't despair if you're kind of in this rut right now. Because oftentimes we get stuck in the past. Like, oh, this is how I used to be and I used to do this and I used to do that. And then we become so hard on ourselves and then we become discouraged and we start to despair and we start to lose hope. That's not what their Lord wants us. The Lord wants us to look forward, not backwards. 
And so when the Lord Jesus wants us to look forward, what he has for us is freedom. What does St. Paul say? The wages of sin is death, but the free gift of Jesus Christ is eternal life. I want us to think of something really beautiful. You were bought by Jesus. When Jesus died on the cross, he purchased us. He purchased us and our sin and our failings and our weaknesses. He purchased our slavery. Because in the time of Israel, when there were people who were slaves, in order for them to be free, someone had to set them free from that slavery by either paying for their slavery, paying for what they owed. And that's literally what Jesus has done for us. Jesus has set us free from our slavery to sin, and he's bought this price with his very life. This great price. So you are valuable to God. You have value in God's eyes. Oftentimes we can feel like we're not appreciated, like we don't have any value, we don't have any purpose. But Jesus gave his entire life for you. Jesus gave it all for you because you have value and great value to him. So my brothers and sisters, it's not worth it living a life of sin. It's worth living a life for him. That's what the Lord wants and desires. And so wherever we need freedom in our lives, that is the point of Mass. right? And there's many ways to do that, by going to confession, by praying, going to adoration. But especially today, when we're sitting in this Mass, when we are waiting for the Lord to come to this altar in His body and blood, the reason He comes to this sacrifice, the reason He offers Himself every single day when we celebrate Mass, is so that we can have freedom again. And so let's pray that we would receive that freedom wherever we need it, whether it's in your families, in your marriage, in your home, in your business, wherever you feel like you need freedom, ask the Lord for that. And let's pray that this week we would make holy decisions and good decisions. There's something that I always say in confession, especially to couples. In your relationship as a couple, whether you're dating, engaged, married, the more sinful decisions or choices you make together, the more you're allowing the devil to come in and to tear your relationship apart. But as a couple, the more holy and good decisions that you make, the more faithful decisions you make, the more you're inviting Jesus into your relationship. And the more your relationship becomes more full, beautiful. And so in our week, let's really push ourselves to make holy decisions. So that as we make those decisions, we're inviting Jesus and we can experience that freedom. Amen.